You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Yo, what's going on? This is really this is VI, and this is Factors TV. This is uh, episode twenty-three. Yep. I think so, twenty-three. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome uh, back, welcome back, man. Uh, sorry, man, it's been a week missing, but uh, it's been a good week, man. If you don't know, we won an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> Never nah, gonna get that up. Converge Media, man, was honored uh, with the was was honored to receive the Governor's Award, which is a. Uh, the highest honor of uh, the Emmy in Washington, well, not Washington State, but the Northwest region, um, basically. And it's a real Emmy. It's a real Emmy. Um, it has to be a unanimous decision. Five out of six people have to vote for whoever to receive it. And they're all board members. So there's a serious people who put in a great award, the highest honor towards a great cause and great people. So black media matters. And thanks to people who support us, man. Thanks to all the viewers who continue to support us, no matter what it is or where we're at, whether we're at Black Dot, whether we're down here at our own studios, whether we're on the streets of Seattle, just making sure that you guys get the news you can use. Appreciate you guys for supporting us for sure. Yeah, that was one point where we had no cameras, phone cameras, one camera, you know, no studio, and it's been perseverance. So, so people don't, people don't really know. Like they see this, they yeah, see they, this studio and this setup, and they're like, oh man, it, yeah, you guys have come a gym. long way. So I'm proud of us, proud of Converge. Um, it's a big deal to win an Emmy. Um, huge. Like it's, it's, it's a surreal feeling. You know, you're in an elite company. And just even at the event itself, just being there, you're in, in, you know, amongst giants, you know, in, in the industry. I know? was I was hearing Money Dance by Rick Ross all night in my head. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. It was a beautiful feeling, man. Yeah. You know, it was real, real melodic, man. It was so, so laid back. Like people were just because you were there, people were interested to know who you are. Yeah. Just because you were in the building. And it's only so many places you get to where people are like, hey, how you doing? What do you do? <laughs> I met some cool guys. Though. I told you I met a, a guy named Nick who really was like, Hey man, how are you? Your name's what? Oh man, you're in a room full of elite people. Good you're here. I'll see you again next year. Hopefully you snag you one. We took it home. I seen him again. He's like, hey man, you knew you had it in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I just held it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. So I want to shout out the Emmys for having us and, you know, the governor's board for seeing light in black media and how we do our thing and how we try to spread the word and spread love and resource throughout our communities. Thank you for supporting us. Anybody who's looking to work with Converge, we're open to working with people that want to be about the community and uplifting black voices and black causes. So, man. How did it make you feel though? I mean, it made me feel uh, real big. My son's got to see it on TV. Uh, my mom got to see me accept a prestigious award. Um, it, it, you know, so much love from the town and from the, you know, the people who, you know, uplift us. Like it's real, it's real big. Like still, it's still, I'm still in a high. You know, it's like a high you have when you win something. That's an Emmy. You know, it's crazy. Um, I, I see you calling Converse Me at the new No Limit. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Into our first segue. Uh, check this out. When you have something that's a movement and something that is a force, nobody feels it or believes in it until it makes noise or until it basically makes room for itself and pushes things out the way. No Limit was like that back in the day. Me and you growing up in a family business that owned record stores and always involved in music. We got to see No Limit build itself from the ground up and you see it take its original people from its place of where its originality from and then 
gathered other people from other places and made greatness. You know, they took everybody from New Orleans, but then went and got Snoop from the West Coast, went and got Mexico, you know what I'm saying, from down the street. You know, it's like literally people don't realize that it takes people around you with the same common goal or at least want to want to do the same thing or have things in common to do great things. And what a new No Limit, man. You can't stop us, man. The No Limit of Black Media in Seattle, man. Omari is uh, doing big things, man. Shout out to old man. Shout out to E. They are setting up... Um, People for a lot of great, great uh, ventures. Um, my guy, Bird Eye View, uh, yeah, he's out. He's that. working for the Mariners out there, shooting the games and stuff, man. Um, through Converge, you know, a channel. It's kind of like I was telling um, Reese with his podcast. You know, you want to be a Mike Holmgren type of guy, and I'm not talking about, you know, of course with the Seahawks he did all right, but with Green Bay, you got to remember who was under his tenure, who was under his uh, coaching staff. He had at least five to six great coaches that came from under his staff, under his lineage. And that's what you want to do. And that's what you want to be. And I'm um, always doing great things, man, with with uh, getting the right people together like Master P did to make a run at being the top dogs and being the greatest. So it's a joke, but it's real. Like we're the no limit of black media in Seattle. No, that, that's how I feel, too, because it's independent. It's black owned. And then also because dropping material. You know what I'm saying? No limit was releasing every Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe more more than one artist. No, no, more than one artist. You remember no. it would be like four or yeah. five CDs releasing on a Tuesday, yeah, every have, Tuesday. I think also 15 shows here um, and everybody just supports each other. And it's like, it's a big hit. You know, we just won an Emmy. You know, everybody's even hungrier, you know, ready to go. So I do, I do understand that metaphor, you know? No, no for sure. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it gets to a point where you don't only like take on what people see of you or the reputation, but you also create, create your own. And that's how I see, uh, Converge Media is the no limit, the black, the no limit of black media. And that's really what it is, man. We're doing things for the community. It's for us, by us, like FUBU. And we're also doing great winning Emmys. Like this is stuff that's on, you know, the highest of stages. So, I mean, who else is doing that? Who else in Seattle is making that noise or either creative spaces for people to be themselves and bring on certain topics and certain projects and learn about certain resources that you wouldn't without this platform? No, for sure. Um, let's see. What do you want to talk about these days, man? What's going on? What's, you know, what's new, man? What's up? What's going on? You tell me. Um, oh, yeah. Seeing the news um, via spiritualworld.net. Um, I believe her name is Nancy Crampton Brophy. She's the author of um, How to Cure Your Husband. It was an essay, I believe. She's the author of essay. Uh, it's a real book, right? Yeah, like no, yeah it's story. real. Yeah, you know, she's the author of it. Uh, pu- you know, it's published. Um, she was just convicted and sentenced to life for killing her husband. Uh, you're lying. <laughs> nah, man. When I seen that, I was like, <laughs> what? Man, that's wild, bro. Like, not only <laughs> you do see, you see bro's face in the background, <laughs> when your engineer's face turns up. Nah, man. When you say it's something. Like, <laughs> you already got a wild title to the book, you know, and now it's like, she's she sitting down for life. It for probably her. was a bestseller when it came out, too. Probably, you know. Woof. Man. So she wrote the book before committing this crime, or? Yeah, no, yeah. So he was alive when she wrote the book? Ah. Uh, I don't know if he was alive, but I know she wrote the book before, before she was committed yeah. to the crime. So recently she I mean, was convicted, convicted of the crime. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh my God. So she had it in her mind on how to kill her husband. Um man. Clearly she wasn't good. Did. She didn't get away with it. You're doing life. The book she was sold. <laughs> but the book gave her away. She just basically said that. No, I did there's it. plenty of people who do it right in your face and get away with it. She just she just wasn't that good as <laughs> anybody who write a book. You know, she wasn't book good. Is she getting full was. thumbs down. Her book is getting bad reviews now. <laughs> no, yeah, she thought she was good, but yeah, nah. So she's uh is this this some recent where she's been convicted? Like, is this like an old murder? Like he was murdered a while ago and now she's convicted. I'm trying to figure it out. I, I, honestly, 
I, I can't I can't really say okay. an honest date of when it happened. She's just been convicted and sentenced convicted, to life. Man, um, either way, the process was, lady, the bestseller book that you wrote, obviously, didn't have good reviews and people are going to return it. So you're going to lose a lot of money as well. Um, I can't really say anything about that topic because honestly, it sounds crazy. Like it sounds like a Halloween story or a movie. Someone is literally in jail for killing their husband, but they have a book, a published book about how to kill your husband. <laughs> I can't make this up. That is crazy. And I don't think I want to take any parts in that. So, um, fellas, if you're going through your woman's library, you're checking out what she's reading, you see a list of her books she checks out. Pay attention. If that's in her uh, catalog and that's in her repertoire of reading, man, you might want to just rethink some things, man. Just go ahead and take time for yourself, man. Self-care is the best care, fellas. Check her library. Learn what she's learning. All right? Can't leave her if you're dead. You got to think ahead. <laughs> you can't leave her if you're dead, buddy. You got you to plan ahead. If she if, if, it, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, you better you better get to quacking, man. <laughs> Seriously, you, you got to plan ahead. That's what I mean. You can't leave her if you're dead. You can't leave her if you're dead. You better think ahead, buddy. Um, there's... Um, <laughs> There's more crazy news in the news uh, from the same uh, website, spiritualworld.net. Uh, um, I believe her name was Ava. Can't pronounce her last name. Not going to slaughter it, but she was 39 years old from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, and she just, I rec she received 20 years for, she, she got a PPP loan and it caught her up because she was using the identity of a dead baby from 20 years ago. Wild as hell. The world's on fire right no, now. No, seriously, watch. I'm about to. I'm, the world's on fire. So yeah. she basically got caught up getting a loan in a baby's name that is deceased. Yes. Yes. That I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the source right yeah. now. She got 1.5 million PP loan, <laughs> a student pilot license, and a flight attendant. She had a passport and a dead baby's name for 20 years. You know, 20 years of. of I mean, she got away with it damn near. Oh, you know? so it's been 20 years. Oh, no, it's, it's been 20 years. And she's she's forty nine years old, so she did this in her twenties, twenty nine. Um, but yeah, like she um, she been running around doing her thing for twenty years. She only got caught because of the PPP loan. <sighs> That's crazy. Some stuff you gotta leave alone, man. Now some stuff ain't worth it. And then she did one point five million. Who thought you were? She thought she was baby. What's his name? Baby Blue from Pretty Ricky. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that sounds crazy, but. It's not nothing I've never heard of. The identity in Seattle, you know, where we're from, the great old Washington State, identity theft is, uh, is, is, uh, is known pretty well. You've probably had your identity stolen and not known it. <laughs> I know I have. So, man, I've had the police say, yeah, we have your ID. Someone tried to get liquor before. Someone tried to open a bank account before. Because I lost my ID, like, this is like 2009 or something. And, yeah, when I went to go get a new one, they're like, yeah, this ID's been used for this, 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 and this, and this. I'm like, dang, man. At least but they ain't get away with nothing. But, yeah, from here, you'll – I got an email the other day saying <laughs> my database has been hacked. Um, some, some, some info's been leaked, uh, like when they did it with um, the credit union. Oh, with the yeah. credit company, too, you know. So, yeah, no, Seattle, it always happens. But she got away with it for 20 years. And press that baby's little soul, you know. They even, get to raggedy see much. Just, they even get to see much, and you're just operating with this baby's identity. Just raggedy. Know? Raggedy and a bullet teriyaki, man. Nah, That's man. sad. <laughs> Disrespectful. But no, um, Brittany Griner. Yeah, know, I was going to say Brittany like, You know, we've spoken on her plenty of times. And, you know, basically, Russia extended her stay 18 more days. 
you know, they put another 18 days on top of her already, you know, being there for months. So she had she had an end date originally. Right. I believe they gave her I want to say they gave her 40 or 50 days or something for the vape. Um, yeah. Um, well, really, she didn't have a release date. They just kept continuing her stay. Okay. She had a release date. They kept continuing her stay. But also now they're giving her eight, 18 extra days, you know, to to sit in there like. She's a prisoner. I've been saying she's a prisoner of war. Yeah, like no one is like at that, this point you're a prisoner of war. That's messed up. That stuff has nothing to do with vape. You know, it has nothing to do with uh, having contraband or um, whatever it's called. You know, to to have someone be missing literally for two or three months without no record of how they're doing, if they're even alive, and then they're alive but they're being detained for this. There's no date on it. There's no time. There's no due process of court. You're just somewhere, hopefully not in the worst conditions just surviving. And that's very scary. And I've said it before. It's something that angers me. It should anger everyone. Um, not just black people. It should anger citizens of America. If this is one America, it should anger everyone that this person is being treated like this without just due process. She's been sitting for a vague hole, like, you know, just sitting in the hole. And that's just scary. If you're related to this person, if you don't even know this person, it's all scary to think about being vulnerable, being somewhere you don't know the language, that they don't know you and care about you. Her family's probably going through it. She's probably gonna need counseling or treatment when she gets back. Like she's going through some things. She's traumatized. And like I said, once they start talking about trading your freedom for one of theirs, you become like she's ingrained in US history. Like not only for playing basketball stuff, now she's been a part of, you know, political warfare, you know, whereas hey, We'll release her if you release this guy who trafficked guns and weapons, you know, Did illegal stuff, highly yeah, illegal you know, activities, so, um, you know, and you guys want to weigh her life and freedom on his. And he's there for a way higher, uh, way, way higher reason and um, committing crimes. So it's definitely unfortunate, but it's disheartening to know that these are people that at one point in times we've been allies with. And, and you can't figure out how to bring someone home on a simple charge as a vape pen. No. No, it's sad. So, uh, now nah, yeah, we're gonna take a break. Gonna come back, free Britney, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some more topics. Free BG, man, both of them. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective. Praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. I know we're back. My back is killing me. We need some back support in here. We're coming. We got an Emmy. I can't even get a chair with a damn back. Oh, what's going on, man? Jesus Christ. I was sitting there looking like, what is wrong with this guy? Man, can I get a chair with a back, please? God, I'm not 19 anymore. I need some support. I need lumbar support. Um, what are we talking about? Coming in hot, unlike Seattle's weather. No, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, people are complaining about Seattle's weather. I know we haven't had sun yet. We haven't had, you know, I don't know. I'm I just, use, yeah. maybe I'm just so Seattle. I'm just, it doesn't bother me, but there's a whole pe bunch of people complaining. But my thing is, you know, I don't like 100 degree weather. And then I don't like being in places where it'd be chance of hurricanes, tornadoes. So I take the overcast and rain, you know, pretty well. Um, but we do have a plethora of people complaining you know how do you feel about the weather um i do want a little bit of summer but at the same time i also don't want to sweat to death every day and take a shower two times see i'm a b-o-n that's a big old nigga if you don't know and i don't want to have to deal with sweating all day you ain't gonna get me sweating taking multiple showers we already got the fat boy towel with us so listen we're not gonna do that this summer um 
Do I want to see the sunshine? Of course. I want summer nights. They're coming. Don't worry about it. Because when summer starlights in Seattle, guess what? It goes on into September and October. And we have an extended heat and the sun. So don't worry about it, man. You guys are just fretting. I know you planned some things. It's not working out how you wanted it to. You want to go on a little picnic, take her on the stars and all that. It's over for it, man. Just plan for the end of June, middle of July. And maybe you get your redemption. But I'm not really upset with it because there are people in Arizona that I know that's like, it's 114. I'm dying. You know, our sisters in New Orleans, it's 96 degrees and humidity is 90%. So you got to do the math. Like, I'd rather be here with the cool breeze, a little overcast, instead of somewhere sweating my balls off. I mean, back to you. That's what I was going to say, man. You know, it's like <laughs> we could be having more sun and more heat, but we haven't. And you already, you still have a sweaty butt crack. There's no reason why you're, you're sagging your pants and there's a sweat mark down your crack. I don't understand, bro. First of all, pull your pants up, man. Hot damn. I was driving. I was going to take a damn right. This guy's in the crosswalk just standing there, fucking butt in my face, sagging his pants. And he's got a sweat. Like, bro, what are you doing? Well, we takes him off, fam. You're sweating, you're sweating in your butt crack. You don't need to be outside, bro. You need to be in the house bathing. You know, like, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm not really worried about the weather. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm glad to be alive. Gas is hella high right now. Who even think about sun? Who's <laughs> driving to the beach? Who's driving to the beach? I've been driving to the beach. I'm really no going to get on a bike. <laughs> nah, man, I'm walking. I'm, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm, I'm going to walk. So, um, of course, we've, we're from here. We've been here. It's nothing to us. We know it heats up and when it gets hot, then everybody falls in love with Seattle and it's the greatest and all that. When do you think it's going to pick up? Sadly, I said the middle of July. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the middle of July will get something, but, but our past few summers have been all Canada, eh? They've been, the fire's <laughs> been smoking us out. So we'll have half a summer anyway. And then we got smog and, and smoke. And that's where everybody you know? get at. You know, they get at, oh man, well, we've been having, I'm like, no, y'all realize that every summer, somewhere it gets hot, it catches on fire <laughs> and the smoke, the air quality is messed up. And also it's things shut down. Like even in pandemic, I remember we was going to have a party. And it cleared up, sun came out, and then smoke started coming. So I'm talking about that's when it was like, it was really, really bad. And yeah. they had the stripper pole out in the streets of Seattle at the car wash. If you Those are good times. That. that was innovative. Uh, we support all of types of sex work. So, you know, <laughs> appreciate you guys for being innovative. Come on now. Last month, I'm sick of bougie Seattle people. If we went down south and there'd been a car wash with a stripper pole and strippers on it, it'd be like, oh, this is great. It would have been Snapchatting and Instagram, but it's here, so it's lame and corny. Like, people are so fake. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Also glad it's overcast because people aren't outside acting up. You know, summertime, people get agitated. You come outside, now you see a guy you've been beefing with and holding a grudge for a year in the dark in your room during winter solstice <laughs> and the heat's out and now you're out in the parking lot and he's right there and you gotta, you gotta beef with him. And so now you gotta turn up. Huh? Yeah, you know, you've been holding the grudge that long. You gotta take more vitamin D. You have to, feel better. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your levels are low and you're angry and you snickers. That's what, and I tell people that too. Um, surviving the Seattle summer is a lot. Like people don't realize, um, they say this and that about Seattle, about how tough it is or how not it is. And you can have that. We don't care about being tough, but surviving the Seattle summer is something that is great. Something that is amazing and brings new life and new faith because I know a lot of people that haven't made it past it. Our lives have been altered past one summer, past this summer, past that summer. Um, Seattle summers are, are a thing, man. They're a thing. And if you survive them, man, you get to enjoy Seattle in its entirety. And that's a blessing because there's a lot of people who get into the summer or who are going to make it to the summer or through it.
For real, for real. Oh, yeah, man. Go get therapy. Go check your health out. Go throw a medicine ball. Do something productive with your life. You know? <laughs> for real, for real. Seriously. And I'm getting into the people. Everybody want to talk about Seattle's air quality and, and tap water. And I tell people that the news is going to tell you what they want. But we've lived a lot of places. Midwest, down south. Nothing is messing with Seattle's air quality. I don't care if it's smoky or no, not. There's a um, viral tweet on Twitter talking about that where people are agreeing even people who you know like you know i moved away 10 years ago but there's no shower there's no, like you know yeah. seattle shower no have you guys went down south and drank out the faucet you're gonna die <laughs> Listen, <laughs> literally bro. we know you can't get sicknesses from bro oh then for a minute they had yeah. some stuff going Atlanta, around um we was in louisiana like people don't realize especially when you get towards desert places like arizona and all that Tap water here is really a blessing. Like living in the ocean, Seattle being surrounded by 70% water, having the cascades. And the, you guys don't think about geography and all that goes into being around Seattle. It all definitely helps with having great air, all the trees, and then having great water, everything around us. So, I mean, skin. No, seriously, beautiful skin. You know, everything is like that. I, TJ came here to visit from Chicago. He's looking at all the women like, man, all the sisters got good skin and nice hair up here. I'm like, man, you got to get that water. Here. You know, you, you, I, I better taking a shower. In California, and it felt like I was taking a shower under rocks, getting beat up on yeah, beads. Like, like, going like up? <laughs> take me back, man. <laughs> take me get back me to Seattle. Please get me out of here. No, so, I mean, it's Seattle summers, man. Everything that has to go with it, it's a blessing to be a part of it, man. The sun's going to come out. Stop fretting and stop thinking anywhere else is better than here just because of the nightlife. Because you can fly in somewhere and have a good time, come back home and make some real money and live a quality life and not be worried about a, uh, yeah, that's a category. I'm sick of people be like, I'm getting out of Seattle and they're at Home Depot <laughs> in, in Augusta, Georgia. And they could have been here like doing the same thing. You're you know? in Texas in a category five hurricane. Just to say you're there. Just to say you hit the strip I club. can't fly out. Pray for me. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> not, it's not funny, but. No, I'm sick of it. <laughs> Because the same people online talking about Seattle, you guys ain't got no heat. I'm down here with the sun. Same in the wintertime, we were talking about it's a it's an ice storm. Everything shut down. You know, pray, sitting food. Send you a Seattle salmon <laughs> raw. <laughs> the NBA like, nah. finals is going on right now. Um, I was gonna say, man, what's going on with your? I think it's uh, three two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just came back. Yeah, one, you know, okay, so we got two. a game six coming up. That was a hell of a game, man. Boston's playing good too, man. They playing. Oh no, tough. they have the, one of the better defenses in the league. Um, you know, I love, I love, I can't even pronounce the name. I'm gonna the coach. Not even gonna terrorize it like that. But um, last game, they they came up short a little bit, and I think the all stars have to stay persistent. As all stars, I mean, uh, Brown and uh, Tatum have to stay persistent in their attack because uh, Stephen Curry, man. But Smart, too, because Smart's been hitting threes. He got smart his defense, defense going. They need but him, it, too. But it's it wasn't factor. enough. <laughs> like, it wasn't enough, you know? And Wiggins, everybody's playing good for uh, Golden State. But that man, Stephen Curry, man, like, at some point, you have to say this guy's ridiculous. Like, there's no way he does what he does, and he does it, man. He does Consistently. it Consistently, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm not – I don't have either team in it. Never been a Warriors fan. Never been a Celtics fan. But I just I, – I really want to see the young guys get it. Um, Tatum and um, uh, Smart and those guys want to see them do their thing, but you can't beat greatness. And I mean, it is what it is. So we get to see it, man. They have a couple games left. Hopefully, Celtics tie back up to take it to a game seven. Force oh, a man. game just seven. End it. Nah, Curry, for, we got force a game it, seven, man. We got to see who really got the grit and the heart. Um, man, do you know what what game six Clay Thompson's like? 
He got to take that headband off. He ain't going to be nothing with that headband on. Man, Game 6 Clay Thompson is real. Like, you can look it up. Game 6 Clay Thompson is unstoppable. Uh, man, he looks like uh, Uncle Drew, that headband. <laughs> he he looks like Jackie off. Moon. <laughs> he does, but Game 6 Clay Thompson is real. Seriously. Um, it's a graduation season, man. You've been, you've been seeing them babies off, man. I got a lot of kids, man. I got so many kids graduating like this year. I haven't realized it until no, it's time to graduate. Class of 2022 is I full got so of. so many damn babies, our, man. Are cheering. Man, our children, my little cousin Damar from Rainier Beach, uh, little cousin Samaya from Garfield, my nephew Poppy from Garfield, my daughter Macario from Garfield, and a host of family, friends, um, Jay Zell, Jay Money, he yeah, just, yeah, man, everywhere, man, like it's like it's too many to damn remember. Josh, little Josh, little Big Josh, uh, Big Josh, that man, and, and, and he's supposed to be on the show too. So uh, uh, him and his dad are gonna stop by. Oh, that's what's up. But, um, nah, man, like we had a whole bunch of graduates. I'm super proud of them. Um, taking it to the next level. Everybody's so cool now, man. Our graduations wasn't. <sighs> It's so different now. You know, they're popping champagne afterwards. Oh, man, champagne, champagne after the graduation? What? They're popping it, man. I was looking around like, I smell weed. It's champagne pop. Yeah, what is going on like now? The, 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 the white kids is like, we're going to kill the bus, bro. So, oh, man, it's going down. Garfield still ain't changed, man. I love it. I love, no, love, Garfield's love it. Garfield's legendary when it comes to that party. The almighty bulldogs, man. If yeah. you didn't know, now you know, man. I'm <laughs> so glad I go to Garfield High. I'm <laughs> uh, so glad. Hey, man. Oh, that's the best thing going, man. Um, hey, man, we need to go in the Raptors up there, too, after we're in Emmy, man. Put my name up there with the greats, man. Oh, very Garfield, man. Or at the Doghouse. The Bruce Lee's, the, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Quincy Jones, you know. Throw you LaBelle, there, uh, where it's fair, huh? You know, yeah, why not, man? You nah, know? yeah. Um, Who wins the Emmy? Sh- uh, that's real talk. That's real talk. And we appreciate all the real love. And um, just like with the graduating seniors of this year, it's something like accomplishment that no one can take away from you. No one can steal from you. No one can alter and say it's not yours. Of course, people are going to speak down to you no matter what you do, but it's because they can't do it or they want to do it and don't know how. Um, I'm going to shout out all the graduates. 2022 is a lot of kids we know, and I literally forgot all you little badasses was in that class, but I'm very proud of you guys. I'm thankful to be a part of your village, the spillers that laced you. I really am proud of you guys, like to see you walk and grow and become young adults. It's just getting started, so don't go to college and lose your mind. You know what I'm saying? You guys been kicking it already. Just make sure you handle your business, man, and I'm always going to be with you, man. Me and VI got you. The uncles is always here. No, yeah, I, I think they're gonna be smooth because they're already living the life they live. Um, but no, you give a shout out to the graduates. I'm gonna give a shout out to the parents because, you know, it's overlooked with the sacrifices they make. Uh, everybody makes sure their kids have supplies, clothes, getting to school, from school, having grades to graduate. Like, it's a hefty job. My oldest son is 13 and it's, it's a real job. You know, so to imagine getting somebody to 17, 18 and then graduating, that's a big feat. So shout out to the parents, man. Like, that's that's something to be proud of. You know, I tell every parent I see, congratulations, you did well. Cause, you know, a lot of kids don't graduate. A lot of kids, you know, drop out or, you know, have different issues. Everybody has life. No one's, you know, immune to the human experience. So I'm sure every graduate had some type of hardship to go through or their parent did or they experienced some type of, you know, loss or, you know, setback in life and they all still made it. So I wanna give a shout out to all the parents who got their kids, you know to, you know, receive that the diploma point. because pff, that's not easy, man. That's real talk. That's real talk. Um, once again, I want to congratulate you and everybody at Converge, man. All our engineers, man. Everybody is Change your boards. bios, man. All Make the them shows. respect you. Um, congratulate us on the Emmy. Um, 
I growing up never ever thought about winning an Emmy. I've always thought about many accolades and high achievements, and Emmy's never been one of them. Not because of not wanting to experience that, but just not knowing, you know, not knowing what it meant, what it took to get it, and you know, what what it all entailed. So. Just winning it, being a part of this win uh, at this time, man, is amazing. Um, all access to buy in. We bought in years ago and literally just focused on consistency, literally just working on being consistent and keep coming no matter if it's about how far uh, someone lives or about if someone got something to do. We always made sure to get here and me and bro sacrifice a lot to be here and always sacrifice a lot for us to stay in here, too. And we want to make sure to let him know we're thankful for him and this Emmy opportunity, man. So shout out Converge Media, man. Shout out Black Media Matters, man. Shout out me and VI, man, because uh, we're Seattle kids, inner city kids doing it big. You no, know, it's definitely for Seattle. And one thing I learned from this experience is everybody's not going to cheer for you, even those who should, you know, and that's okay. And don't even tell you with a grain of salt. Don't even worry about it. Move on from it. Um, there's people who I congratulated for paying off debt who didn't congratulate me on winning an Emmy, you know, and I, and I don't feel no way about it. You know what I'm saying? You have to learn in life that everybody's not going to cheer you on. Everybody's not going to be happy for you. Take your wins and keep winning. You know, that's the best you can do. That's the only thing you really can do. Shout out to Converge, Big O, all the directors, everybody. You know, everybody puts it. That's what I tell people. They don't see what goes into this. Everybody's like, you know, you guys want an Emmy. They don't know. Like people are here consistently every every day, every, you know, week. They're like, you know, it's, 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 it's like work. It's like going to school. You're working towards something. They don't see that because it's just media. Like a lot of people are into the thought of media. They see stuff being produced and put it onto the screen, but they don't know what goes on behind the backstory, the you know process. You know, people are pulling up every day. Sal's coming from North. Bro's coming from, I don't know where he's coming from, but he's fucking coming here. You know what I'm saying? Like where I'm coming from out South, you're coming from where you're coming from. You know, O's here, there, everywhere, making connections, talking, Basa, T-Dub, everybody, you know, is putting in work. Proof is here. You know, he's including a whole bunch of people, you know, onto this platform and nobody really sees it. They don't see the production. They don't see what happens behind the scenes, you know, so shout out to Converge. We won an Emmy, won't be the last. Man, it's definitely a surreal feeling, but everybody's hungry now, everybody's ready to go. Everybody wants, you know, the, the desire for more, you know. Um, I'm proud of us, but I know it's much more, like this is like a taste of success for me. You know, like it's so much more to do, like we can do it. Like never thought you would win an Emmy. I thought I would win a Grammy for Emmy because I was so in love with music, for real you know, real. so just to do this is like, hey, it's doable. So. Don't stop chasing your dreams. Keep chasing them. Keep going. If if you if you need some inspiration, I mean, look at us. Like like I was saying, put everybody from Converse, put Emmy Award winning in your bio. Make them respect you because you put in that work. Like Emmy Award winning. Don't forget to leave that. You know, don't forget to put that on there. Don't leave that out because that's a big part of who I am. You know, and the work that you put in for us. So shout out to everybody, man. Much love. Keep holding down. Keep supporting us. I'm Vi. I'm really, and you're doing good. This is Factors TV. And we no, out. Hey, 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 I'm looking hey. at the wrong camera, but we're out. Doing <laughs> the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson jazz. Doing the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson jazz. I told you guys, man.